Welcome to the Wicked Radio Network. Welcome to Shot of History. Boys, if we want to win this war, you're going to need to jack off into this gun. <laughs> Come on, guys. Stop ruining things with your semen, okay? Welcome back to Shot of History, where the history hits you hard and the drinks go down smooth. They do it good? Dev? <laughs> sure. Yeah. <laughs> Knocked it out of the park. <laughs> He's seeking validation now. Yeah. <laughs> Did I do it good, Dev? Huh? Huh? Did I do it? He stopped teeing at the color man, so yeah. I'm, I'm over it. Yeah. <laughs> if, if there's no laughter at that, then why are yeah. we even doing this show? <laughs> so I'm uh, I'm one of your co-hosts, Strike. I'm Stephanie, and I'm the color man, Big Dev. <laughs> <laughs> that was forced. I didn't believe you. <laughs> I I still kind of had that gleam in my eye when I did it, though. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Well, was it a gleam in your eye because you were? laughing honestly or is it a gleam in your eye from the alcohol like the sheen that you get over your eyes when you drink (laughs) glazed yes i mean don't get me wrong i'm still as you know head over heels for dev as as normal but (laughs) (laughs) that love will never burn out so Uh it'd be better if he was on my lap (laughs) (laughs) i mean you guys are you could you could share the pink mic i'm just saying it's happened once before. <laughs> <laughs> and there is an actual pink mic for those of you listening. Like, this isn't a weird innuendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. like, it's no. not a euphemism for a penis. <laughs> no. I always have the pink mic. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, what are we talking about today? Today, we're going to talk about women's suffrage. And it's. Before or after we have the shot. Oh. <laughs> good call. To, um. To the suffragette. To the vote. Yeah. To the to vote. voting. Yes. <laughs> you know, that one was actually harder than the first one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Drink some water or something. Yeah, that's that's what I've been doing. There you go. <laughs> so, yeah, we're talking about uh, women's suffrage because... Um, about this is like the anniversary well not today give or take four weeks yeah give or take four <laughs> weeks so it might be last month was the anniversary of it, it, it's around the anniversary yeah. yeah sometime some something happened and it's kind of near where this is being released so like um yeah uh june 4th 1920 was when they passed the 19th amendment that gave women the right to vote Woo-hoo. So yeah, and it was a very long and arduous process of you know securing the rights, and a lot of women fought for the right. So today we're going to talk about the badass ninjas, or jujitsuians. People that do jujitsu. Yeah, but what do you call people that do jujitsu? Jujitsu. Jujitsu. Trico. I just call them people that do jujitsu. I don't Jiu-jitsu-ins? have a special. Jujitsuans, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, 
I think so, the yeah. word, you're, word you're looking for, Trico, is Jesuit, and Jesuit. that's not, nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> so yeah, they had uh, women that wanted the right to vote, but they also wanted to do martial arts. So um, well, not so much they wanted to do it as they pretty much had to, because a lot of dudes were totally against women getting the right to vote. So, and one of the women that taught everyone about jujitsu <laughs> was uh, Edith Garund. Garund? Uh, this is your story. <laughs> you can make. Is I, it the old Roman? <laughs> yeah, it's it's a Garund? red. I would say Garud. 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 That's a Garud. Yes. So We're this bad lady. At the pronunciations. Edith G. She uh, <laughs> she was also a G. Yeah. So there we OG. go. OG. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she was born in 1872, and uh, she lived to be 99 years old, which was pretty pretty cool. So you think about it. She was born in 1872, and she died in 1871 that, or 1971. <laughs> she she didn't go back in time and die. <laughs> she died in 1971. She was born, and then she got in. <laughs> She lived for 99 years, got into a time machine, went back, and then died the year before. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So, yeah. Um, so, yeah, she, she was alive for a long time. <laughs> and, uh, well, she, living to 99 is like a huge feat. Yeah. Especially yeah. when you were born, you know, in the 1800s. Exactly. Without, you know, all that wonderful medical care that we have now. Yeah. Yes, there were great strides. Mm-hmm. They uh, could like put like penises on jaws, like in a previous FO episode yeah. we covered. It wasn't technically a penis, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and she was really short. She was like four foot eleven inches, but um, she studied and taught what they used to call physical culture, which was pretty much like you know, like being a PE teacher. Um, it was called physical culture? Yeah, that's what they used to call it. The culture of getting physical. Huh. Yeah. That's that's a classy way to say, like, hey, we're playing dodgeball and you're about to get <laughs> smashed in the face with a giant rubber ball. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Olivia she... Newton-John would be proud. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, yeah, she taught uh, physical culture, and um, she was really into working out and everything. And she met another dude that was, like, into physical culture, and he taught, like, boxing and, um, you know, other wrestling stuff. So, <laughs> so they got married, and one time they were at this, like, kind of exhibition thing where this guy that was, like, an expert in jujitsu because he lived in Japan for, like, three years. Um, and so for that three, makes you an expert. Yeah. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> Are you Dev's okay, dying. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> After three years, they give you the belt. <laughs> like the jiu-jitsu hey, you've belt. been in Japan for three years. I mean, automatically. Is, is jiu-jitsu from Japan? Are you sure about this? Oh, yeah. You don't sound very sure. It was in the book I read. This <laughs> self-published book printed on Lulu that I read said it was from Japan. Written by uh, Tony Wolf. Yeah. So it's got to be legit. <laughs> Tony <laughs> Wolf knows his shit. <laughs> yeah. Are you doubting Tony Wolf, sir? Yes, I am. Good day, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, 
So yeah, they went to the show with this dude Edward William Barton Dash Wright. Um, <laughs> so, uh, and he was a jujuologist. <laughs> Juju, Juju, Are we going to the movies now? <laughs> Try go. <laughs> so he was an expert in jujitsu. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they were like, whoa, dude, this shit is blowing my mind because when you know jujitsu, you even if you're like a small person, which Edith G was, um, you could take this totally big dude and like toss the shit out of him like it's nothing. So they were like, fuck yeah, jujitsu, this is what we're doing now. So they they opened up their own like school to teach everyone jujitsu. And um so they're teaching it and everything and since it allows, like, a really short, like, non-powerful person to, like, throw, like, a big, huge dude with a bunch of muscles, they were like, um, yeah, we should teach this to kids and women, too. So uh, Edith G. started teaching it to kids and women because, like, you couldn't have a co-ed class back then because Victorian era, you know? They could have hookers and give them hooker cards, but they couldn't have <laughs> women and men. Here's a hooker card. <laughs> I'm handing those out at the next party I have. I'm giving you a hooker card. <laughs> <laughs> Trico, you're on the top of the list. <laughs> I get my hooker card. Um, I think Trico's had his hooker card for a while. <laughs> Don't pull my hooker card. <laughs> um. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, they're like teaching jujitsu and everything's going cool. And then women's suffrage was a big thing around that time. So, um, in uh, Reading in England. Um, a guy, like, they had this, like, women's suffrage rally and everything. And this dude jumped up and, like, punched a suffragette. And, um, like, Edith G. was like, that's not cool. So she decided to teach uh, self-defense to suffragettes so they could, you know, not have to put up a bullshit. So, um, and then she started writing articles. They had this uh, magazine called Votes for Women uh, that was a suffragette magazine. And she would write articles in there. And then, um, let's see, uh, then, so later on, you know, like, these, uh, women suffragettes, they keep on getting arrested for protesting and everything, and, um, they were kind of militant about it, so they, they kept on getting arrested, and they needed, you know, basically to learn how to defend themselves, and they created the Cat and Mouse Act, because women suffrage leaders were, when they got arrested, they were going on hunger strikes, and um, but under the Cat and Mouse Act, they could get released if they were on a hunger strike, so they could get healthy. So, which was kind of cool, because like if you got arrested, you could be like, "Oh, I'm on a hunger I, strike." I just won't eat until they yeah. let me out of jail. <laughs> yeah, basically. If we did that now, I mean, I would no not one last. would be in prison. I'd be like, "Give me a burger." Maybe like, like after five maybe minutes. like ten people. Because <laughs> yeah. there's ten people in the world who are like, okay. Fuck that. I'm eating a cheeseburger and tacos. Like, I hate you. <laughs> That's it. And um, so, yeah, then they're like, okay. Like, when the uh, suffrage leaders were getting released, they were like, well, we need bodyguards for them because, you know, guys are being jerks about this whole thing. So uh, they created, they organized, like, a 30-member protection uh, unit. And it had a couple different nicknames. It was called the Bodyguard and the jujitsu suffragettes and the uh amazons and uh yeah basically she helped to train all them and she was really awesome amount of notes so i'm guessing she died 
<laughs> so about what time frame did this take place? Like, when was she teaching jiu-jitsu? Uh, around 1908 she was teaching, and then into the teens. Okay. Yes. Yeah, and she was also the first female jiu-jitsu teacher in the United States. Jiu-jitsuian? As, as they're Jesuit. called. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wait, no, that's that's totally different. Sorry. It's a whole, that's a whole other story. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> totally different. <laughs> Not for today. <laughs> so, yeah, she, uh, she did good. and <laughs> She did good. Yeah. She did really she, well. She did some stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I'm not saying it's due to her, her help, but women did get the right to vote. So I'm guessing she had a major part in that <laughs> by teaching them how to kick ass. Well, she definitely kept a lot of mm-hmm. the people safe. I mean, yeah. having the bodyguard around to keep those women safe while you know dudes were trying to like punch them in the face, that's kind of a big deal. Exactly. She had a lot of balls, man. Just saying. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I hate saying that. Like, oh, she had a lot of balls, meaning like, oh, to be strong, you have to have testicles. I didn't really mean that. You know, oh, she, testicles are weak, and yeah, <laughs> yeah, you know what? Slight grazing makes people yeah. wince. <laughs> a really powerful wind, and mine are like ah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just a couple of weeks ago, uh, my five-month-old puppy jumped up on my husband's balls, and he fell to the floor. On his cash and prizes. <laughs> yeah, he fell to the floor, and he was in pain for a good eight hours. Eight hours? That seems excessive. <laughs> She's pretty tough. She's a Rottweiler. <laughs> she she pulled no punches. She was just like, like, you know, just right, right both, on him. Both feet right on, right in the balls? Yeah. It wasn't, yeah. It was just like directly, like she zoned in. <laughs> she knew it was under there. She's like, I'm going to get you, fucker. <laughs> You're not going to feed me second breakfast? <laughs> Shit. Is she a hobbit? <laughs> <laughs> she might be. <laughs> She does have very hairy feet, <laughs> and they're large, so there we go. So it's settled. Rottweilers, also hobbits. <laughs> <laughs> they do always want to eat, so it's true. <laughs> okay, so she she taught uh, all these suffragettes uh, jujitsu. Is yes. there any more information that we have on, on the actual suffrage movement? There might be. Let me uh, consult. Uh, Let me check the text. Well, I do. I do have. We had a a listener email us about. Uh, Thank you, listeners, <laughs> all five of you. About the uh, Iron Jawed Angels, oh, which yes. was turned into a movie uh, in 2004. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Uh, which the title of the movie is based off of a, a 1917 quote from. Representative uh, Joseph Waltz from Massachusetts, because, you know, they're known for being super forward in their thinking. (laughs) Absolutely. Because, you know, Mitt Romney had binders full of women. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So the... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So so there was this committee committed to uh, deal with women's suffrage, and... uh, Basically, Walsh made the comment uh, that these were this com uh, this committee was made to yield to the nagging iron jawed angels, and that it uh, and then he referred to the silent sentinels as bewildered, deluded creatures with short skirts and short hair. <laughs> <laughs> 
So, uh, um, yeah, real forward thinking there. Absolutely. <laughs> Binders stacked high. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure if I can ever own a binder again. <laughs> I'm just going to get Trapper Keepers off of eBay with like, you know, pictures of dogs and like pizza on them. Because that sounds like a way better idea and a great place to keep your stuff. Yeah. yeah. Trapper Keepers were awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so any, any, any more information on, on suffrage and how it came to be and anything other than the fact that you know, it took well, it took years for America to actually get it when everyone a lot of other countries. <laughs> yeah, because this this happened right around World War One when this was all kind of going down. You got anything, Trico? You're the historian. <laughs> Could be. Um, <laughs> yeah, there was. A... I'm try. Help me, help you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, uh, like, for a while when I did proper research and <laughs> cited, like, primary sources, um, I, I went through these old newspapers from that that era, like, 1919 and 1920, and, uh, like, in all the newspaper articles, they were like, women get the right to vote, but will they vote correctly? <laughs> and, like, they had all these, like, these, like, really, really bad, like, articles about it, you know, because dudes always vote correctly. <laughs> Women, apparently, they might not, even though we give, you know, even though they got the right, they might, like, not vote right. And, like, it was, uh, it was crazy the way, like, all the newspapers and everything reacted <laughs> around that time period. Like, will this be the end of civilization? <laughs> We're kind of talking about that like right now because of our election year and like what's yeah. going on with that. Like I kind of feel like the world could end this yeah. year. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and it doesn't matter who's voting. It's just that you're. If you, you just vote, period. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're done. <Yeah>. So <laughs> there's that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's because like the whole culture back then, they didn't want women to vote. So they thought women were you know, inferior and that they were not intelligent and clearly women can't make a good choice because they're women and, you know, they're fragile and they're smaller than us and, and their brains are really small. So there's (laughs) that. Uh, So newspapers were run by men and men have those, well, had those opinions. Some still do. Not me. Don't look at me. I'm like, I just gave him the stank you eye. Women, I'm like, you go vote all you it want. It better not be you. Yeah. <laughs> You're sitting right next to me right now. We can fight. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, go and vote all you want. <laughs> Do your Cause, thing. Because you can vote more than once, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> go and vote all you want. 800 times. I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> Is there any uh, anything around maybe other women running for presidency that you want to talk about? Yes, there was something. Um, <laughs> let me hand this over to Steph for a minute. I don't, I don't have it pulled up, so don't hand me over anything. Oh, well, Do you um, want, I, can, I can just sit here and talk and, and about anything. <laughs> I seem to recall something. Let me, <laughs> let me right back here. He's creeping away with his microphone. <laughs> like, the cord is not that long. Where did no. you think you were going with that? Apparently, I should have gave him need, the uh, yeah. We need way longer cords, cords yeah. here. <laughs> All right, let's see. Um, oh, let me search through my memory and find. Because I don't know if you are aware of this or not, but uh, maybe 
four weeks ago you had mentioned the curious uh the curious uh whatever about the, the first woman <laughs> women in the yeah. presidency four weeks and 27 <laughs> shots ago <laughs> <laughs> Um, let's see. So the first woman to run for president was not um, Hillary Clinton, yeah, which was is being said. That, well, the first one that got nominated to be in. Well, she's in not the technically. Lead. She's not technically she the first. If you if you listen to the media, they're saying that she's yeah she's the first woman to be nominated well, she's the, for. She's the first woman to be elected. Uh, Potentially nominated to right. the uh, to a major political party. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So this just in: <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> the first woman to be nominated was Victoria Woodhull. Um, she was running for president in 1872. Uh, so way before Hillary. Um, <laughs> Uh, so she was an activist for women's rights and labor reforms, and she was also an advocate of free love, but <laughs> <laughs> not the kind we think of today. They, <laughs> not the cool kind. Not like the 60s idea of free love. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, not the good kind. But uh, she meant like freedom to marry, divorce, and bear children without government interference. Well, I guess that is a good kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, she uh, she ran for president and didn't get it, and she died. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know at this point if I'm just not <laughs> well researched or just really nihilistic. And <laughs> he died. <laughs> well, I know that uh, she ran, and she wasn't technically it wasn't technically legal for her to run, and her running mate was a man, I do believe. Um, for like the vice president and he wasn't technically legal to be running either. They just did it. And that's, that was it. That's really all I know about it. That's all I know too. Um, so yeah, the, uh, there's been a long history in the United States of women running for president. Long history. I mean, two, but, um, uh, there's actually more <laughs> no, than two. There's at least 17 by popular vote. Yes. If we're <laughs> counting by popular vote, <laughs> that is true. Yeah, Victoria was the first one, and then there was um, Belva Lockwood, and that was uh, 1884. She ran in 1884 and 1888. Uh, she was a lawyer from New York who was credited with being the first woman to be admitted to the United States Supreme Court bar. But she was running under the National Equal Rights Party, not technically any of the major parties at right. that point in time. Mm -hmm. And then we had Charlene Mitchell, who was in 1968, so much later, actually. That's kind of crazy. Uh, she was, oh, let's see. She was only on the ballot in two states. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a long wow. history of these women uh, that are running for minor parties being actually either disbanded from ballots completely or uh, only making it to a few uh, a few ballots at at all um there's uh let's see there was actually there was uh, gracie allen in 1940 she ran for the the surprise party <laughs> <laughs> that's the party i want to run for confetti. i love throwing <laughs> yeah. surprise parties uh, but yeah it, it seems like uh to to be fair, it is a historical event, uh, what's going on 
currently. However, it's not as many people are going to decry it as being this. It's the first time it's ever happened. It's not the first time it's ever happened. Right. It's, it's just the first time that it's ever been a major political party that has Republican it, or Democrat. Yeah. Or, or Whig or whatever the, the major party at that time has been. Right. Because it's not always been Republican and Democrat people. Yeah. <laughs> this is true. I'm just saying, like, right now, those are the yeah. two big parties. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Two party system. It's kind of sad. Yeah, because there's. there's uh, Roseanne Barr ran as a presidential candidate one uh, in 2012 for the Peace and Freedom Party. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Weird. So we've we've come so far as to you know the women getting the vote and uh, Roseanne Barr running for president <laughs> <laughs> because you know that's who you want running for your presidential candidate. <laughs> I don't know her well enough to say yeah or nay. I mean, maybe she has some really great ideas. I don't know. I just remember the show Roseanne, and that was really funny. So it was awesome. Yeah, I enjoyed it. So if I'm basing it solely on that, I, I guess sure. Let's go there. <laughs> uh, anything? Anything else we want to talk about for women's? I mean, this seems pretty pretty lackluster <laughs> it really is like we don't we don't have a lot of facts this is what happens when you rely on us to do stuff and then that one week we don't want to do stuff <laughs> so <laughs> summer hit and we're like it's so nice out oh that my god it's books. like 80 degrees i'm gonna go you know chase butterflies and shit like you know <laughs> like there's way better things to do than be on the internet wow <laughs> i i may have some interesting facts about victoria woodhall oh he yes, may i may um, Doubtful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, um, she had almost no formal education. Well, that wasn't very rare back then for women to not be educated. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, women were starting to get educated more, more frequently. More women were educated, but I mean, it, that doesn't shock me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. She didn't bring start. on the next fact, Trigger. <laughs> All right, we're killing that one. Uh, <laughs> then she died. And then she died. Yeah. <laughs> then she died. <laughs> uh, oh, um, she worked as a traveling clairvoyant. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that's really cool. Yes, that is pretty interesting. May I elaborate on this? <laughs> yeah, further? you may. <laughs> okay. Um, so she. Reportedly believed that she could communicate with uh, three siblings who had died in infancy and that she could heal the sick. Um, so her father put her and her sister, uh, Tennessee, to work telling fortunes and contacting spirits. So it might have been like a hoax because her dad's like, hey, go do this. Nice yeah, money. I'm pretty sure her parents yeah. were just like, hey, you should tell people you can do this. Yeah. <laughs> go well, make some quick money. <laughs> <laughs> it was around the time everyone was into spiritualism and everything. So, yeah, there's like a lot of money to be made doing that. Um, and then they, uh, the family also went into alternative healing business, selling life elixirs and giving massages. <laughs> 
and offering cures sexy for massages. sexy <laughs> massages. <laughs> they're like, here, have one of my healing elixirs. It's just like whiskey. And they're like, and then let me rub you down a little bit. You're going to feel oh, real right. good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to pull that for a quote for the opening of the next episode. <laughs> um, and then uh, she offered cures for diseases ranging from cancer to asthma. Well, neither of those are cured, so clearly yeah. they didn't work. <laughs> this might have been a That hoax. was some bullshit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what kind of cancer? Because <laughs> cancer's a pretty broad topic. <laughs> um, so yeah, she later claimed to uh, have made a small fortune during the Civil War as a traveling medical clairvoyant. Um, and Medical clairvoyant? Yeah. She's like, if you get a cut, I can put a Band-Aid on your finger, and also I can and talk to dead people. Be <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this Band-Aid will heal everything. <laughs> yes. Everything is fine, though. <laughs> but they had some setbacks. Uh, apparently, her sister, Tennessee, was uh, indicted for manslaughter in Illinois. After indicted? Indicted, maybe? <laughs> Indicted. Indicted. That sounds very sexual to me. <laughs> she was indicted. Hard. <laughs> the whole nine inches. <laughs> oh my God. So she was uh, convicted of manslaughter <laughs> in Illinois. <laughs> um, <laughs> after one of her cancer patients... <laughs> <laughs> he, he can't even say it with a straight face. I'm I'm done. <laughs> this is my last episode. <laughs> then we gotta have uh, Mike say last time on Shot of History. I'm done. <laughs> this is my last episode. <laughs> if that doesn't happen, I'm done. <laughs> I'm sure we can get it to happen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, that uh, are you are your minds blown or should I go on with more? Uh, I'm tales blown. Of, My mind's of blown that, that you didn't know it was indicted instead of indicted. <laughs> <laughs> He's highly educated too. Yeah. yeah. Which it, you've got a <laughs> master's degree, man. Come on. <laughs> He's Indicted. he's clearly not a dumb man. No, it's it's the whiskey it's and be the, the watermelon pucker. Yeah. <laughs> and probably mostly the watermelon pucker because yeah. he's a man drinking watermelon pucker. Indicted. Indicted. <laughs> oh, and he also had he got iced that one time. Yeah, it was the ice that did it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it was the yeah. ice. <laughs> did me in. Hour <laughs> and time. I have so many other interesting facts. No, you don't. And We're good. <laughs> Dev's just calling it. He's like, "We're done now." He's not even gonna pop the plugs. He's just like, "No." Awesome. All right. Um, who's I feel going? like that wasn't my strongest popping of the plug. But it was a little weak. Yeah. But there you there, go. There it is. That was perfection. That's some good popping right there. Addicted. Jesus. <laughs> Did I say, was it indictment or indicted? <laughs> Indictment's even worse than what you actually said. <laughs> so, uh, 
Who's uh, who's popping their plugs first? Uh, not me. Not, <laughs> definitely not me. I'll do it because. Uh, yeah, have at it. E- thanks. Thanks for <laughs> thanks for allowing me. Um, yeah. The Wave Station, Drunk Dorks, uh, mm, a Basement Fodder, and um, the Todd Files. Sure. Why not the Todd Files? <laughs> Let's do all of those. Those are all podcasts and or websites. So. <laughs> There you go. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. They might have been indictment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will plug uh, Wicked Radio Network, Snake Old Comics. <laughs> Uh, podcast Detroit because Stephanie. I no, I was just trying to get through it because. <laughs> uh, and uh, we will throw out a plug for. Uh, I don't know, couple things podcast because I haven't mentioned them yet. Cool. Um, let's see. I'll plug. Uh, <laughs> Aries Egypt. Are you uh, gonna indict them first? <laughs> I'm gonna indict them <laughs> so hard. Uh, <laughs> I'll plug uh, Eric Wells at Eric's Egypt. Um, he does a uh, Egypt history podcast that's really well researched, unlike mine. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, We're normally well researched. Yeah, it was it's a, a bad. It's week. an off week. We had a lot of indictment. Or a few weeks. <laughs> We had a whole lot of indignant, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as always, I'd like to plug. Draco's uh, <laughs> <laughs> <was> losing it. <laughs> um, <laughs> he said indignant. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, oh, Trico would also this. like to plug Dead World Soda this exactly. week. Exactly. Uh, yes. Awesome. Caliber Good Comics. Taste. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, Steph. You're always there for me. Um, yeah. <laughs> zombie Dead World Soda. <laughs> it's really awesome. Great bouquet. No, Dead World Zombie Soda. <laughs> Dead World Zombie Soda. <laughs> <laughs> we, we might have to scrap these last two episodes. <laughs> I... This whole episode's like a blooper real. <laughs> the whole thing. Um, yeah, it's a real good soda. Try it out. <laughs> Available at your local also, store. Also, Gary Reed. <laughs> Gary Reed. Thank you for maybe <laughs> possibly supporting the show. <laughs> Until this week. Yeah. <laughs> and, There's uh, an indictment coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'd also like to plug the, uh, the Wiley Historic House up in Flint. Uh, Isn't it the Whaley? Whaley, perhaps. I'm pretty sure it's Whaley because it's spelt the same name in the same way. Like as a whale my... with a Y. <laughs> yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Whaley Historic House, yeah. uh, really good place. Um, check them out. Uh, they had a fire recently, so hopefully they they get it going again because it's a really awesome museum to check out. And um, <laughs> it's been a while, so I'll, I'll also plug. Jay Atkinson on Massacre on the Merrimack. Uh, it's a really good book. I'm still working on it um, in between uh, indictments. So <laughs> make sure to check him out. That means he'll never Troy- be finished. <laughs> Troy goes totally getting indicted all the time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
<laughs> I don't have time to read this book. I'm so much dick thrown my way. <laughs> okay, this is not the show that we're going to send to the History Channel no. or the Travel well, Channel. Maybe it is. No, maybe. Oh, <laughs> all right. Is that, is that all you got to we, plug we, this week? Yeah. Um, With your indictments. <laughs> indictments. We should also plug our own show or our own stuff yes. one time. Yes. If you listen to the show, please rate and review us on iTunes and Stitcher. Absolutely. Uh, it helps mm-hmm. us if we get hot and fresh or whatever it is, you know, that top list. I think it's I think it's hot and new or something like that. Hot what? and fresh sounds totally 90s sounds right in our wheelhouse yeah. awesome. uh, so if you please rate and review us give us five stars if you think this show wasn't completely terrible <laughs> uh and uh i think that's it cool until next time i'm trike i'm stephanie and i'm the color man big dev